are officially in session with DJ Obsession. DJ Obsession. A.K.A. Mr. Peterson. It's the In Session Podcast. Broadcasting live from Brooklyn, New York. Where we discuss lifestyle, current events, finance, relationships, politics, entertainment, and more. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome DJ Obsession. Just like that, yours truly DJ Obsession. Definitely in the building, baby. And you are officially in session with yours truly, DJ Obsession. Let me give you a round of applause for showing up. I know you could be doing a million different things, but you're here rocking with me, and I appreciate the hell out of you. Thank you so much, man. It's 2021, not 2020, 2021. We made it out of that miserable last year. We here, we made it. And I got a special guest in the studio, the first special guest in the studio. Barrington's in the building. What's good, man? Yeah. <laughs> what up, my dude? What's good? What's good? What's good? Ah, oh, man, I'm here, man. Just uh, chilling, just trying to take this year in, man. Trying to just really get right and get my mind right and get everything organized. Uh, as you can see, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my little studio over and everything, uh, trying to get to get my feng shui, so to good, speak, man. man. Looking good, feeling good. Yeah, man, we recorded a song today. You guys will hear it soon enough. For sure. You know, and before we go any further, man, let them know where they can find you on, on the uh, gram and uh, wherever else you, you got your social media. Uh, you can find me on all social media platforms except YouTube as Barry Strivers. That's B-A-R-R-Y-S-T-R-Y-B-A-Z. On YouTube, you can find me as BRNGTN. That was my, um, the name I went by as an artist. I mean, still an artist, but you know. Absolutely. Switch it man. up a little bit. And, and you also got a podcast with your brother, right? You Absol- can, absolutely. You can plug that. It's cool. I appreciate that, brother. <laughs> um, yeah, you can find that on um, SoundCloud on the Strivers SoundCloud page. And again, Strivers is spelled S-T-R-Y-V-A-Z. And the podcast is the Breda Breda podcast with my brother, DJ Amazing. You know what I mean? Dope, man. Uh, and I, I met this brother a while back um, when I was on the radio back over in 95.9. He had a song that I was crazy about. I used to play all the time <clears throat> called Easy Rock. Appreciate that, bro. Yeah, man. Sure. So I was like, I got to find out who this dude is. And then it just so happened that my homie Amazing, this just happened to be his brother. And, Facts. you know, and we just all linked <laughs> up and it was dope, man. Word. And over the years, man, I've had some really interesting conversations with this guy. So I just thought it would be cool if he came in a day and we just chopped it up a little bit, man. And um, one of the things that we always end up talking about is the state of music. Facts. Like where it is and right. what it's going through, I guess. Right. I don't want to sound like I hate hip hop nowadays. But I don't really like what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, yeah, yeah, not really. When you when you say you don't like what's going on, like, what are you paying attention to to get your music? Okay, the mainstream. Like, what's okay. on, what's on what's what's being pushed? Okay, okay. It's easy for me to just go listen to what I like. I can find something pointed to listen to. Like, if I want to hear uh, a specific genre or a type of hip hop, I can Absolutely. find that. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But what's being broadcast on a Broad level to everybody. It's, it's not what you're like, feeling. Nah, man. Well, I mean, so are you feeling it though? Some of it. Some of it. You know, um, I feel like um, <laughs> I kind of feel I feel for the kids in the way that 
I felt when I was younger and my parents didn't necessarily like what I was doing uh-huh. or what I was into as a, as a, um, as a kid at the time, you know what I mean? And I think that's what it is with these young kids. A lot of them are just trying to find their way. You know what I mean? You know, I used to feel that way. I thought about it. I was like, I think it's probably more of a, just a generational thing. I think so. And I thought about, <clears throat> I thought about when we were younger and our parents complaining. I think there's a, a, a difference though. How so? Uh, I think that even though our music was braggadocious and, you know, flamboyant, it still had love in it. You know what I mean? Like you still got a, a I Need Love from LL Cool J. You still got uh, some songs from X-Clan and, and J. Rue the Damager. And they got just as much push and as much shine as Onyx did. You know what I'm saying? So you might have heard Onyx or MOP or whoever else that was talking that rah-rah, NWA or whatever, but you still come get it on. Right. Welcome to the... Mm, right, right, right. Mm, I get mm, it. You still got X-Clan. You know right. what I'm saying? And I think that's the element that's missing. I think now, like, if there's a wave, everybody rides that wave. So if we're talking about Pop and Molly's and just having a good time and, you know, girls doing girls and all this other shit, like, that's just the norm and that's what gets pushed. And I don't really see the... The balance. Well, again, I think it depends on what you pay attention to because even when you talk about X Clan and you talk about rappers from that era and that time, that music wasn't mainstream music. Hip hop music nowadays is mainstream music. So if you pay attention to the mainstream and you pay attention to radio, which when I when X Clan was out, they weren't really on the radio. I, that's that that's sense? actually where I heard them though. Like you would hear them on on Red Alert show. Like you didn't hear them. Well, you heard the them mix shows, oh, but you got to remember though. Like, not all day, every day. Our mix shows is where we got most of our music back then. I agree. Right. Like you, you had to really wait till Friday and Saturday, and you was either listening to Molly Maul on BLS or you was listening to Red Alert and Chuck Chill Out on Kiss FM. Kiss FM right? Yeah, that, that's what it was. So. You, that's when you got the bulk of it. And what did we do? We recorded everything. And those tapes is what rocked. Everybody was either driving around with it, walking around with their radio. You was in the park. It was playing until Saturday. And you got the re-up again on whatever else they played. Right. So it was still spinning. It was it was circulating throughout the community. Right. So even if you didn't hear it at 5 o'clock on drive, during drive time, mm-hmm. It was still in the streets. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you still heard it. And that was the difference. I think I think now the focus is different in the sense of when artists create music, they create music for a specific purpose. They're trying to get a certain type of attention. You know, so they paying attention to the songs that's getting that that mainstream love and they're trying to recreate that all the time. Back in the days, very seldom did you have records that were being played in the mainstream hip hop records. You know what I mean? It wasn't many in that era, in that in that generation. There wasn't. You probably had like the 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 MC Hammer or the Vanilla Ices at that time that was getting like consistent radio play because that's what these kids are chasing. They're chasing that consistent radio play. I agree. Yeah. So I think that that's the difference now. You you have these hip hop songs like consistently being played throughout the day, and that's what these kids are chasing. I got to get that sound. I got to get. I got to get my records there. So those are the type of records that I need to create to get there. So then that's when you get the people doing the same thing over and over and over. And and that's exactly my point. You know, that's what I'm talking about. Like it, it stops being about creativity, creativity right. and it just goes right into, well, this is what they're doing. So I'm going to jump on that wave too. Right. 
and I, and that's where my issue is, man. So you get songs like WAP. Oh, I was about to say, is it the content or is it just the fact? That it's the content as well. Absolutely, that's everything. The content is everything. What you're hearing is that the messages in the music. But I'm not gonna hold you. I blame rappers from the '90s. And why is that? Because I think rappers from the '90s, you had you had a certain pocket of rappers that would push the envelope, and those were the songs that broke through. Like in terms of like having cultural impact, they might not have been the biggest. Like I used to throw, I used to throw lips on it, but now I throw lips. I used to be scared of it. Now I throw lips to the um the Lil Kim. It wasn't a big hit record at the time. But it was a song that had big cultural impact. When you went to the club, when you was in the hood, you heard that joint being played. So now you got these young girls that's coming behind her that grew up under them records because their parents were playing those records. Again, those weren't the records that was played on the radio mainstream. So now you got these young kids coming up now that's influenced by that and they want to recreate that. That's a fair point. Yeah. At least that's how I see it. I think these kids just took, I guess, the best of the worst in terms of content from that era. And that's mainstream music now. You know what I mean? All the killing, killing this, killing that, killing that. Yo, that, I remember when I heard Prodigy say, and I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, um, I, I enjoy this music. You know what I'm saying? And, and the music made sense to me because it was real, but everybody hears it now and they want to recreate it because they want to have that same feel that that record had. But when, when, when Prodigy said, um, Punch you in your face, um, stab your brain with your nose bone. When I first heard that line, I was like, what the? You know, I was, that's very graphic. Right. So now these kids, they like, oh, word? That's what they were saying? This is what I'm going to say. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's just the, I think it's just the, the, the rules of evolution. You know what I mean? Well, I think hip hop always kind of reflected, <clears throat> always reflected the culture as it stood at, in the moment. And that, and I'm talking everything. I agree. Fashion, slang terminology, whatever was going on, you hear it in the music. That's why when you hear songs from 10 years ago, it sounds dated. 20 years ago, it sounds old. Right. 30 years ago, it sounds ancient. Right. Because like, you're like, who talks like that anymore? Right. Even me, like I'm annoyed. I, I, Rakim is my favorite hip hop artist. Word. Period. Like I, yeah, we, I love his music. About that. Oh, we gotta be okay. Well, yeah, we could Kane, we Kane. could be for all day. I'm a Kane, I'm a Kane man. I was a Kane fan, <laughs> but Kane. Rakim lyrics, man. Like when you listen to him, Kane was Kane had more swag, and he was more of a front man. He was more of a showman. He used to dance, right? He was still tough, but but Who when I'm saying, then was tough. I agree, but <laughs> when you was just driving, like like now, you put on. Follow the leader album and just nah, and just listen to that fire. as you driving in your car. It's like it's I heard microphone album. fiend the other day for Still the first time good. in I don't know how long, and I was like, "Damn, good. this is fire!" But my good. point is, you know, when I hear Rakim perform now, I'm annoyed when he goes, "Say ho, oh, everybody's green, <laughs> make that? money, money, make money." Because it's just like I don't I don't say that no more. Even though I enjoyed it back in the day, to me now it sounds whack. Mm. Like I don't want to hear like if the songs are fire, but the references from that time now they just sound. Uh, sound dated. I don't want to hear that. Like let's move on from that. But I think some people go to those shows for that reason. And you know what? And they know that. Right. You know what I'm saying, but right. you know, me, right, me, right. Per, me specifically, I don't like it. Gotcha. Like, I don't want to hear the make money, money and all other boys. I don't want to hear the say, ho, I'm not going to do that. Right, right, 
I'm not going to do that. It's funny because I played Hip Hop Array for my son for the first time like two weeks ago. My youngest son. And he was like, what is this? I've never heard this. And I was just shocked because it was such a huge record. Culturally, it just, and the trend, and that, that's one of the records that transcended. It was Absolutely. white people, Chinese polka everybody, dot, you name it. Everybody, everybody was doing the wave back and forth. It was a big, big, big and, record. And he didn't know what the hell was going on. He was like, "What is this?" I was, I'm like, I heard this this rapper from Staten Island the other day, and he 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 he, he didn't remember that Wu Tang is from Staten Island. Like he was he was he couldn't remember Wu Tang. He was like, "Yo, there was some rappers from the '90s that was from Staten Island," and he was trying to remember who the rappers was. And I was just like, "What? How could you not know that?" Like. You, you need to lose your Shaolin pass. Right, nigga. right, like, right. You, you don't know who Wu-Tang is. And you from Staten he's, Island? He's trying to remember. He's like, yo, what's the name of that group? It's a group from the 90s. What's the name of that group? <laughs> Wu-Tang. He said, yeah, yeah, Wu-Tang. Them dudes is dope. That, that's heavy, <laughs> That's crazy. But, you know, it just goes to show, like, there's this incredible disconnect. Why, though? It's, you know, I'm, I, here's a theory, right? Here's a theory. All right. <clears throat> the parenting. Right, mm, I don't disagree with that. And all. and and okay, and the fact that the parents got younger and younger, mm. and there was things that. All right, let's let's not talk about hip hop for a second. Let's just talk about period, like generational things that we just let go. Right, right. Nobody puts vinyl wrapping over their 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 furniture anymore. <laughs> right, right. We don't do that anymore. That was right. something our parents did. Right. right you right. said you hated that shit. Right. You had that aunt house that you went to that you couldn't sit on nothing. Like right. the whole living room was just for show. Was that was one of the things we let go right. as a generation. Also, when you sat down at the table as a kid, what they made is what you ate. You ain't have no choice. What was on that table? That's a fact. We don't do that with our kids. Nah. Right? Nah. Our kids get a say-so into what they're going to have or whatever. So, okay, it was like so many of those things that we just let go. Oh, they made us do it. We ain't going to let our kids do it. And letting go of so many of, of these strict, rigid things that our parents did, like we just loosened up until it got, got to a point where there was almost no rules at times when it came to the kids. They was just doing what the fuck they wanted to do unless they got in our way. Then they got corrected. Now, I'm not saying you and I. No, no, no. But I've seen saying. this Absolutely. happen time and time again. So Absolutely. Then you, so the parents aren't parenting, right? right they right. want to be friends with their kids, mm. right? So they start listening, to, letting their kids get involved and listen to shit that they shouldn't be listening to and do things that they shouldn't be doing. Mm. And then when those kids start having kids, which are the kids that we're seeing now, Generation Y and Z. Right. They just running wild. But also a part of it is is access to information. Like when we were kids growing up, we didn't have the same access to information that these kids have. So like your kid, when you when you tell your kids, oh, this is this and this is, they Googling it. One time. Nah, nah, pop, that that's wrong. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? One time. Our kids constantly correct me. Nah, bro, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, because they, they Googling it. So I think that's also a part of it, too, is like, yo, we our parents, to a certain extent, we were left in the dark with, res with respects to certain conversation or understanding certain things because we didn't have the act, the, the information wasn't readily available to us. You know, with these kids, it's like, again, it's right at their fingertips. So you, you, you can't make it, you can't, you can't freestyle. As a parent anymore. Right. You got to know what the fuck you talking about. <laughs> got to know what you talk about, bro. You know what I mean? That's, that's why I stay on my on top of my shit, man. Got to. You know, and don't be afraid to read, man. Like, what? Pick up a fucking book. 
You have to, have to, bro. Even go through your phone and read some shit. Just figure some shit out, man. And stop trying to be your kid's friend all the time. I went to a baby shower. Ah, my nephew, my nephew's baby shower. <laughs> Oh my god, yo! It was the most ratchet ghetto. At, like the baby moms came out with like a, a see-through lace shit on. And, wow. Yeah, that's and, that's and, what it is. Man. And and they was like, it was a a bunch of dudes off in the corner with all the liquor on the floor in front of them, like they in the club. The DJ playing every fucked up record he could find. Kids running all through there, and they playing trap music and fuck this and kill it. And I'm saying to myself, like these kids are hearing this. Yep. And then when you point that out, it's like, oh, they, they listen to the dirty version on their own anyway, so they might as well hear it now. It's like, yo, but you have to show them that what they're doing is wrong. Like, you gotta, you have to be the barrier in between that. I think, I think it's kind of hard to do what you're saying in terms of being a barrier because they're exposed to it. As soon as they leave you, when they go to school, they're exposed to it. I think, even though I agree with what you're saying with not being your kids' friends, I think it's still, you have to, you can't be like our parents on some, do as I say, not as I do kind of thing. You got to really sit down and have conversations. I have to disagree a little bit. Mm -hmm. I think certain things you could talk to them about and give them some leeway and some understanding. And then other things you just need to kind of rule with an iron fist. No, I agree. I agree. But I think conversation is important. I think when we were growing up, it was no conversation about anything. I agree with that. That's true. And the fact that they're exposed to so much, it's hard for you, not, it's hard for you as a parent to police the, the information that they're getting. I remember me as a kid having conversations with kids at school and we talking all kind of crazy stuff. And I wasn't allowed to have those conversations at home. But at the same time, I was curious about these things and I'm 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 wanting to ask questions and I'm wanting to know so that I'm so that me myself, I make better decisions. I couldn't go to my parents with with, with some of this stuff. Right. See, now okay, well, I, I can agree I mean? with that, right? But I, the reason I think you need to be the barrier in between that is because if you respect your parents and you know they feel some type of way about something, then it's going to give you pause before you just jump out there. Hundred percent, right? If you if you know your mother and father, they love you, mm-hmm. they they treat you right, they've been taking care of you. That you know you not you don't have all these wild crazy stories like some of your friends do about their parents. You love your parents, and they, and they say, listen, son or daughter. You, we don't want you doing this or we don't want you listening to this or doing that. You'll think about it before, right. you know what I'm saying? It'll, it'll right. give you some pause. Absolutely. As opposed to somebody who's just in the house smoking weed with them, playing right. the shit with right. it. It's a different energy. I agree with like, you. Like you knew that fucked up kid that came to class that you knew he was going to be a problem because he ain't had no real, no no guidance, no, no, guidance. no rules or nothing at home. He was doing whatever he want. Right. Uh, you was going inside. He was still outside. You looked out the window. That nigga was still out there 10, 11 o'clock with everybody else. You know who I'm talking about. Those the dudes that's lost right now. Exactly. And then <laughs> right. those was the ones fucking up in school, disrupting the classroom and all right. that other shit. So it came down to the guidance. Like, they didn't have none, but you did. You had rules. agree with you 100%. So, so that's the difference, man. So I think, like, these are the kids that's in the mix. You know, they had kids. And we, we have a problem with worshiping our bottom feeders. Mm. We always push them to the top, mm. right? Like, you see them on the reality shows. Mm. Uh, you know, we make them into celebrities. Facts. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's just a plethora of them all over the place. Like I, I can't remember the last time I saw a representation of like a Claire Huxtable type, mm. you know, that was a great tr- trope for television. Absolutely. You know, I don't see that anymore. Like we get you Cardi don't. B's, 
We get Meg the Stallions. And I'm not trying to disparage them, but like they're not great role models for young girls. And I don't and you can argue with me till you blue in the face. I don't care who you are. You can't tell me that it's empowering talking about your pussy. There's nothing empowering talking about your pussy. Right. I just I can't agree, agree with, with that, man. I agree with you. But that's what's pushed. Right. hundred uh, percent. I was in a corner store. <clears throat> Excuse me. I was in a corner store and these two young ladies were in front of me waiting to pay. And they were talking about Bad Girls Club. And one of them said, oh, I, I got to try to get on that show because all you got to do is act ratchet and you could give hate and who can't act ratchet? Right. So it just lets you see how low the bar is. Right, right, right. That's the that's the example that they have to look up to. Yeah. It's, it's sad. It's just where the, how low it is. Like, whatever. Like, I, I could just act a fool because that's easy. Right. You know, it takes work to be a Claire Huxtable, right? Facts. You got to go to school. Right. You you have to carry yourself with some class and dignity, mm -hmm. right? You have to, after you work hard, you have to work even harder. Right. You know what I'm saying? You have to keep yourself together. You, it's so many things and, and that's hard to do. Right. And your brain naturally tries to figure out an easy way to do anything because your brain is constantly in problem solve mode. So when you get in a situation or you, you and like, okay, I can go through life this way. I can go the hard way and this, that, and that. Or I can just go easy and act stupid and get through either way. Like there was no lane to act stupid and get through before. Mm. You had to just really you fucking to put the buckle. Work in. Right. Fuck. So that's where we are. And I think it's reflected in the music. But again, I think, I think it's, it's definitely about how you as a parent deal with your children. Yeah, I think it starts with the parents. You know what I mean? Everything you said with regards, like you, you made the example about um, your, your nephew's um, baby shower uh -huh. or whatever. A lot of those children who end up having those sort of baby showers, those are the kids who, when they were two years old, three years old, their mother would dress them like a like a like a twenty two year old drug dealer. Yep, they, they got the kid in a Vanson leather jacket and Tims and <laughs> distracts. Facts, facts, and, facts. You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean it it it, it starts with the parent, but like you said, I mean it, it goes back to the music, but the music I think is a result of a lot of. I, th I think a, a lot of what came from our generation musically, I think these kids took it and they just took it to another level. They That's, put it on steroids. They put it on steroids. Exactly. Steroids. Facts. Mm. I, I, can, I, can, I can agree with that, man. Uh, to a certain degree, I can absolutely agree with that, man. I remember our parents complaining about the music as it stood when, you know, I was 16, 15, 16 years old. But, you know, they, to me, not because it's my coming of age years, there was just still some balance that I don't see now. I agree. I, I feel like now it's a free-for-all. And I think um, from an economic standpoint, the record labels, it was in their best interest to lower the bar, so to speak, because they could make more money. Of course. You know, let's really look at it. Like look, you, you had, as you said, Big Daddy Kane. You had Rakim. KRS-One, right? You had Queen Latifah, MC right. Light, right. all right, Salt and Pepper, mm -hmm. right? All of these groups and, and these people were exceptional, right? Then you you move forward a little bit, you know, you got your NWA, Tribe uh, Called Quest, yes, right? Mm -hmm. The Native Tongue, all that, mm -hmm. the leaders of the New School, all that mm -hmm. good shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Again, exceptional groups, right? right? You still had to be at a certain level. The bar was still up. Right? And I feel like the labels looked at it and was like, it is hard to find that level of talent 
Mm. It's easier if we lower the bar. And, mm. you know, there's more talent at, at level C than it is at level B and A. Mm. Right now we at A and B. If we bring it down to C, we'll get more people over the fence. We bring it down to D, we'll get even more people over the fence. That's why the, the music doesn't last anymore because the quality of the content isn't there. You think the music don't is not going to last? Oh, tell me a song from five years ago that you still want to hear now. That's not fair, though. Why? Because we are from a different generation. Doesn't matter, we dog. Can, no, we can't ask ourselves Do you ourselves hear it on question. the radio, though? Like, do, you don't hear it on the radio. Yeah, but a lot of these kids don't get their music through the radio. Barrington, when you in the club, mm -hmm. the wickedest part of the night is two segments. Just two. Right. 90s. 90s hip-hop, dance hall, and all that shit. Right. And the newest music that's out today. Right. That's it. Right. Not the stuff from 10 years ago. Not the stuff from, from five years ago. Yeah, but the same could be said when we were in the 90s. They wasn't then playing why, 80s hip-hop in the 90s. No, but... In the, in the club. But you got to remember, the, like, we weren't in the clubs in the 80s. Like, you and I were not in the clubs in the 80s. Facts. We were too young. Facts. We weren't in the clubs until the 90s. But party music was made. You wasn't hearing Kid and Play, hola, hola. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Right, right. So, now I agree with that. So you got to give this music a chance to mature. When these kids grow up, this 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 stuff that's that's bubbling for them now is going to be nostalgic for them. Okay, what about Hey Baby? You want to hear Hey Baby? Hey Baby. <laughs> you talking about Hey Baby? You want to you want to hear do the you want to hear the Dougie what, nigga? You want to hear the Dougie? You want to do the Dougie? What about the Bobby Smurda record? Pop, that still will ring off in the club right now. But I, I think I think the difference with that is like there, there's a story behind it. I agree. There's an energy behind I it. I agree. The same thing with there, any, it, any, but any record it's, that it's, lasts. It's, it's different though. Like Bobby Smurda is in jail. He took seven years for his man. Don't it's disagree. a whole vibe with that. And the same could be said about Biggie. Biggie, every Biggie song don't play. But Bi uh, no, but no, 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 no. They but don't. Biggie, but Biggie got records that will play. Why? Because of Biggie's story. He he is that same energy. That same energy you're talking about with Bobby Smurda applies to Biggie, applies to Pac, um, applies to any controversial artist from that time. I don't I don't know if that's necessarily the truth. Fifty. Okay, all right. So all right. I 50. think I think you have artists that changed the time. Okay, there was like let's say there's a straight line from no hip hop to the top of the heat, right? Mm -hmm. And there was a few zigzags, like it was going off track, and somebody came and brought it back and took it to the next level. It was mm -hmm. going. To, okay, so you can you could say like your Grandmaster Cass and Melly Mel and all them, they had the mantle and it was moving forward, and then it kind of went off, and then Rock Kim came and said, "Boom!" Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. That he changed the game. Mm -hmm. I think. Biggie was one of those game changers. Game changers. Biggie and Pac were one. So like where you have that timeline where you can look, go through from the 80s to the 90s to the 2000s, who did what, they made a, did that much of a difference because Jay-Z was out, but he didn't make that noise until Biggie died. Facts. And then it was like, okay, he took the mantle and took it to another level. So yeah, I agree, but in a in sense, I don't because... I think Biggie was a game changer like Rakim was a game changer. Biggie like, and Pac were game changers. Like 50 was a game changer. 50 was another game changer. I agree. We, but we don't know yet is what I'm saying. You got new artists out now that have the potential to do that. Okay. But we don't so so know let me ask yet. you this. So since, since 50, mm -hmm. who was the next game changer? 
50, 50 um, really bust 2004. 2004, 2005, somewhere around there. I think one of the biggest game changers right now, right in now. the game right now, and you probably don't never heard none of his songs, don't listen to his music, is this kid named NBA Youngboy. I, I have heard of him, and he sounds retarded to me. I don't disagree with you, but... He but, got views on YouTube and all of that, but... He got I, the story. He's just talking about the story. His story is crazy. What is his story? Because I don't, I don't know it. Multiple times, people trying to kill him. They tried to kill him a million times. <laughs> you know what I mean? He he got he got locked up. He got a, a um a, um a ten year sentence that got like postponed. He got a postponed sentence, ten years, where he couldn't get in trouble for a certain amount of time. But then they tried to kill him. Shot his car with his mom's and his girl, and his girl got hit in the shoulder, and he ended up going to jail because he got shot at. Okay, but the, is, but is, is but is he a game changer? Like, is his music transcendent? Is it moving the needle forward? That's the question. I like mean, everybody else, we mentioned we in the streaming era. They made an impact. We are in the streaming era. The, that's the thing, though. That but that's the thing. The people who we talking about made an impact. They made an impact for us. They didn't. I think they made an impact for the culture. Like but, culturally, but, but, it moved but, but, the the, the moves, genre forward. But who moves the culture forward? The, the I, I believe the youth. Exactly. That's the point I'm trying to make. The youth are still the youth. You got to give it some time. Let them get a little. I don't older. hear NBA Young Boy like I hear the baby. I don't hear NBA Young Boy like I hear little baby. You're not. You're not paying attention. I'm listening. No, I don't hear them like I hear them. Not paying attention. I do not hear them like they on the radio. I hear you, but they the videos radio, but are spinning. The, I see. I see. He got views on YouTube. We talking NBA Young Boy, right? I, he, YouTube, yes. Outside of that, I don't see it. The the rate, but you can't use the radio though, especially in this time. The, the the radio right now is obsolete. I agree. We come from that model of looking to the radio for music. These young kids don't look to the radio. No, no, no. I don't think you can look to the radio for for music anymore. I do believe you got to go online. Right, and I do, and I know that it's a, a streaming area, a, st a streaming era. Right. I know that I'm right. clear, For sure. right? Um, what I what I'm saying about NBA YoungBoy is that the content isn't there, even if he's getting streams and he got a, a certain fan base that follow him. I don't see the impact on the culture like Little Baby or like the Baby. I, I'm gonna say more Little Baby. I think he had a bigger year than anybody this year. Uh, yeah, I mean, Meg, I mean, Meg the Stallion got. Got album of the year. Little baby should have got album of the year. Like mm. his shit was just more solid. It was a better body of work. Mm. It was more impactful. You know, I think I think uh, NBA Young Boy appeals to a certain demographic. I don't think it. I think like if you like him, you like him. If you don't, uh, you don't want to hear nothing. You just don't want to hear. Like and then I mean, not to shit on him, man, but I hate to even say it like this, but. He sounds retarded, man. Like just listening to him, like he just he sound. I I can't listen to somebody who my don't mother, make sense, man. My mother used to say that about old dirty bastard. He sounds retarded. She used to say just that. That guy sounds retarded. Okay, now ODB did 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 sound crazy. He did, but not to us though. Okay, he he is a legend. <laughs> not to us though. So you so are you saying? That NBA young boy is this version's old dirty no, bastard. This just, generation's just, old DB. No, I'm just making a comparison with regards to you saying that he sounds retarded to you. He does. He would because you're you're a grown man. You're not a kid. The same way old old dirty bastard would sound retarded to my mother. She was a grown woman at the time. I was a kid. So for us, yeah, he sound fresh. He sound new. He sound like something different. 
You know what I mean? Same thing applies with these young kids. At least that's that's how I see it. Let me let me try to get somebody on the line. This is one of my A and R homies. Let's see if he pick up real quick. Sure. Let me see if we we could get him on the line. He probably on Clubhouse. <laughs> yeah, he probably on Clubhouse. Yeah, but I, I wanted to just get some some industry heads' opinions. We may have to revisit that, but yeah, for sure, we're gonna have to agree to disagree on NBA Young Boy. I just can't <laughs> see like just. I feel like the people are smarter than that, man. They just mm-mm. which people? That's what I'm saying. You talking about grownups? We not talking about grownups. We talk about kids. Where this music is gonna be the music of their youth when they get older. The same way I go back and like again, I say Kane. Kane, my favorite rapper. I understand what you're saying about Rakim, and I don't disagree with you. But Kane, I Kane reminded me of me. So my my um listen man I had the three cuts in the eyebrow right, and the flat right. top I, right, I was dancing this shit dude from Brooklyn yes I was I, I, it's like I saw myself you know what I mean so that's the reason why I say Kane but the same way I have that feeling towards Kane that's how these little kids are gonna have a feeling yo my son played me this kid yesterday not yesterday he's been playing for a minute but he's playing a bunch of songs from the kid yesterday his name is Mario Judah you ever heard of this kid nah oh my god. This is the worst shit I've ever heard in my life. And I'm looking at these videos and I'm seeing the numbers on these videos and I'm like, what am I? I don't get it. But I'm starting to understand it's not for me to get it. You know, Mario. As soon as I put in Mario, Judah came up. So (laughs) I'm telling you. Okay. Three weeks ago. 5.6 5.6 million views. <laughs> let's, let's play this. Let's see what this is about. Hey man, where the fuck is Mario Judah? <laughs> exactly. Listen to this shit. Listen to this shit. Listen to this shit. Uh-huh. This is it. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. That is. Okay. So you and that had 5.6 million views and it's been up for two weeks. So you understand what we're dealing with. The difference between my son, my son got the balance because I put him on. That was trash. But, like, who you telling? Oh, okay. That, see, that's my AR homie. <laughs> L Nice. What up, fam? What's good? What's going on, man? I, I'm, I'm recording, recording a podcast right now. I got my homie uh, Barrington in here, yo. Yo, okay. yo, listen, man. We was, we, we was just uh, talking about um, hip hop as it stands, and we're talking about NBA yeah. Young Boy. Okay. As somebody who's in the industry, do you see yeah. the business moving towards an NBA Young Boy sound? No, I think it's going to change. I think I think it's going to be a transition. I don't think I, I don't know how long that sound's going to last. Because there's so many people emulating it, you know. But that's that's my my opinion too. I mean, for right now, it's hot for the young, the youth, because all his fan base is actually um, 
teenagers. It's not like anyone really over 22, I would say, older. He has a young audience. Okay, and we just listened to this this uh, other dude. What was his name? <laughs> Mario Judah. Mario Judah. You ever heard of Mario Judah? Never. Okay, I just I just, uh, do yourself a favor and Google. Yeah. No, go to YouTube. Put in Mario Judah. I just watched some video <laughs> and have five point six million views. It was up from two weeks ago, and the shit was just straight gibberish. And mm-hmm. he was telling me that his son put him on to mm-hmm. this. Yeah. So I'm just trying to understand where the fuck the business is going, man. Like, I'm lost. So we've just been here debating hip-hop as it stood from the 80s to now, you know? It's music. It always has substance to it. Now, just what keeps their attention for a minute. That's why there's a lot of gibberish, because they have short attention scans. Facts. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so that, that's the different, like, like, well, we want something to be different. We want something to understanding what they've been talking about. You're breaking up a little bit. I don't know what's going on. My bad. You. Yeah. No, my bad. I said, um, if you think about it, like, we came up with the content and, and it's, they were talking about something we can relate to. Now they just talk the same words and this and that. And it was cool because it's, for them, it's a short attention span. You know, they remember something for a second and then they want to do the next thing. Right. That's what I said. I was, I was telling, uh, my, my homie here that you're not going to want to hear those songs 10 years from now. And he, he disagrees. He's saying that those kids, because, you know, it'll be nostalgic for them 10 years from now. But if their attention span, attention span is short, are they really going to want to hear that shit again? No, because I think if they get educated when they grow up, they're going to realize, like, they're going to like, what was I listening to? There's no substance. There's God's no, will. Nothing. God's will. God's will. For real, that's I I agree with you. If they if they grow up and they, and and that's what I'm hoping for my son, because I um I put him on to real music, you know what I'm saying. And he does have an appreciation for real music, but then he still slides over to the dark side and listen to cats mm-hmm. like this Mario Judah dude that I just put you onto. L was- L listen to that shit. Just <laughs> yeah, oh my you got- <laughs> god, you you gonna be like how the fuck this got five point six million views? Go go look at that man. I'm gonna hit you back after though. All right. I want. All right, cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, you looking at the latest video? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, so you saying this shit on there with 20, 30 million yeah, views? Yeah, man. Shit on there with crazy views. Like, what the? F- I'm t- trash. I'm not defending this music. I'm just saying that I understand the fact that we young. I mean, we're older. They're younger. So even though I agree with him with his, his the attention span, but there's a certain. It's like you smell a certain smell and it reminds you of your grandmother. It's just certain things that's tied to your youth that you 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 won't never forget. It's just, you know? So, yeah, they do have a short attention span. But these songs are going to be the songs that when they get older, that's going to be the shit. All right, man. You know what? I think we will <laughs> go back and forth all day with this, man. Ah. Uh. Yeah, good crazy, talking man. with you, brother. I Save appreciate you, it, man. Bro. Thanks Save for coming you, through today. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, man. In session with yours truly, DJ Obsession. Don't forget, you know, hit me up Instagram at DJ Obsession. You can also hit that Cash App if you want to support the show. And the Cash App is Obsessed Media Group Dollar Sign Dollar Sign Obsessed Media Group. And uh, you know, anything you give to the show, absolutely goes towards keeping the studio right and uh, just you know churning out that content for you and we appreciate it and if you have any comments anything you want to do you want you know you want a specific type of show something you think we should cover 
Just shoot me a DM, man. We'll work it out, man. So again, I want to thank Strivers in the building. Facts. Striving for greatness every day. Yeah, man. And that song we we recorded today, man. I can't wait to get that out there, man. Some real, uh, some real grown man hip hop. You know what I'm saying? No, no bullshit. No. Get to me. Get to me. So we're going to pack it up, get the hell out of here, man. Appreciate the hell out you, man. God first, everything else after. Strength to the mind, peace to the body. If you can't be good, be careful in these streets. We out of here, man. Peace.